B-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! All right, everybody, another edition of Believe in the Eagles. What's going on? Mike Gill, Aton Shander, we're rolling you through this Sunday night matchup between the Eagles and the high-flying Dolphins, Aton. And I want to talk about that. It's been a big topic yeah. of conversation on the radio show this week. Don't forget, like, rate, review, subscribe. Watch us right here on Believe. Keep getting it out there. Aton, here's my question. I want to get right into this because I think it's interesting, and I know you have a lot to say, so I'm going to get it right to you. We've been talking about the dynamics of the high-flying Dolphins, right? When you talk of the Dolphins, everybody thinks of their scoring and their offense. They got Hill. They got Waddle. Tua. A chain's been great. Mostert's awesome. Their offensive line is iffy. Don't the Eagles have as much big names and firepower as the Dolphins do? So why isn't their offense as high-flying and high-scoring right now as the Dolphins are? Quarterback, right? I mean, I think it's been a combination of... That's a a pretty bold statement right there, my friend. Well, think about it. But think about it, right? Like, last time... This is a team that is 5-1. They just dropped their first game stinker against the jets that stuff happens in the course of an nfl season but even heading into that we're talking about a team that was undefeated yet still leaving a lot on the field especially from a quarterback slash offensive standpoint last year jalen hurts is the main cog in this vehicle that he is the driver in the vehicle that's bringing them right to the Super Bowl. Again, the defense was huge. I get it, but we're only talking about the difference between offenses, specifically quarterbacks here. Tua, think of the difference, Mike. All right, look, like just nothing is in a vacuum. So look at the difference. Coming into this year, Jalen Hurts has MVP level expectations. Everybody in and around Philadelphia and out of Philadelphia, Gil, is saying the same thing. This dude was or should have been or just barely lost to the MVP last year. Let's get it back. On the other side, you've got Tua, where I think the general conversation, and you and I do enough national stuff and and talk to enough national people to kind of get that feel too. The conversation about Tua was stay healthy, was just stay healthy. And then let's see what we get with this team. So he's riding a major benefit, which is basically just the ceiling was, was pretty, or the bar was pretty low. He just had to stay healthy. He's lighting it up. He's getting the accolades to it. Hurts is the opposite, where he needed to sustain this MVP level. And when he isn't, people are like, oh, okay, like what's going on with this offense? I think both will be fine. But that, I think, is the biggest difference for me. Okay, that's interesting. So, like, if you were to have a draft, like this is the number one and number two offenses in the league right now. But the Dolphins offense averages almost 500 yards a game, 498. They're number one. Philadelphia is number two, and they average over 100 yards less per game than the Dolphins. The Dolphins score 37 points a game, number one. Philadelphia scores about 26 points a game, just under. That's number five. So the Eagles offense hasn't been an abomination. But again, everybody says it's the high-flying Dolphins. And if you look at the Eagles, they're a little clunky. And I just say draft. I said on the show this week, Aton, and, and you can agree or disagree. If you were to take pick a quarterback, some people might say, I'll take Hertz. Some people might say, I'll take Tua. I don't think there's a discernible difference. I don't think it's more than 60-40. Do you? 
Between the two, probably not. No, I, I think nationwide from New York to LA, pick the quarterback you like better, Hertz or Tua. You might get 60% say Tua, 40% Hertz, or vice versa. Okay, but to be fair, last year it's probably what, like 90 10 Hertz because Tua yes. can't stay healthy, yes. right? So this year, I think when you look at it in a vacuum, yeah, I, I think the majority of people would probably say Tua. He's putting up better numbers. He's playing better as far as passing the football. And it also doesn't mean this is not some indictment on Jalen Hurts. It's just the NFL is all about waves and it's all about what the flavor of the day is. And then when you are the flavor of the day, it's all about trying to stay and make it the flavor of the week or the flavor of the month or in Brady's case, the flavor of eternity, right? Like that's what these guys are trying for right now. All right, Aton. <laughs> Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Same thing. I think if you ask people, some might say I like Hill and Waddle. Some might say I like Brown and Smith. Yeah. Let's look at it this way. If you were to rank these four guys, I think it's Tyreek, AJ, Devontae, Jalen. So would you rather have the two, three, or would you rather have the snake. one, four? Right, give me the snake, right? I don't know. who like Some people like the snake pick. One, you get the double whammy on the, uh, the double the bubble sometimes. Right, but but your, pit, your one has to be insanely good, yeah. right? Because you, you're going to miss it. Here's the thing. Ultimately is... Tyreek Hill uh, better than A.J. Brown. To, I don't know right? if there's better. They're different. Well, that's the thing, though. In order for me to go 1-4 in a 2-3-1-4 scenario, that one has to be significantly better than two in order to make up for the fact that four is not as good as either two or three. I don't think that's the case. I don't think you can make that. Tyreek Hill is a special talent, but A.J. Brown is showing you that you can lean on him. Look. You also had a guy in Julio Jones that we really didn't talk about right much because who knows what you're – but just a guy on the field. If it's OZ, if it's Quez Watkins, if it's okay. Julio Jones, there's okay, a third guy who can benefit. Let me throw in then. The Eagles have Dallas Goddard. You can't name the Dolphins tight end, really. I mean, so the Eagles have an extra weapon in the pass game that the Dolphins really don't have. Um I guess if you go to running back, yeah, the Eagles have Swift, who's fifth in the league in rushing. Now, the Dolphins running backs are talented. Moster's talented. A chain has been a great story, but they're they're banged up a lot. So you could say running back. Some would say Swift. Some might say I take the Dolphins group of guys. But the biggest difference is the Eagles offensive line Absolutely. is way better than the Dolphins. But I go back to the question. So why is the Dolphins offense so much better than the Eagles? And does that come down to coaching and scheme? Are the Dolphins just a better coach team? Do they have a better scheme than the Eagles? Like if the Dolphins yeah. Eagles talent. They are. Eagles be scoring 37. You know what I'm saying? If the Eagles were coached by the Dolphins, would they be scoring 37 points? Because somebody brought up a point on my show. They texted in and said with the Eagles talent that they have, they shouldn't be the number two offense next to everybody else. They should be historically good, like the Dolphins. Yeah, so I, I go back and forth on this from a global standpoint because I, I think we all, as a collective sports NFL community, tend to overrate the job that a coordinator has unless it's that side of the ball. Like, there's no head coach that's also doing the stuff on their side. So Sean Desai is on an island 
And I think we've seen the similar issues that have been exposed even last year with Jonathan Gannon and his Super Bowl defense. Coaching, adjustments, a lot of stuff is lagging compared to just guys out there making plays. Football players, especially up front, making plays. On the offensive side, that's the focus. I just wanted to explain that away real quick with Desai. I don't know what they're doing, right? Like, they're telling us, the Philadelphia Eagles are telling us that Brian Johnson is in full control of this offense. It doesn't make sense to me. Here's why. The Philadelphia Eagles were a play or two away from winning the Super Bowl last year with Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, simpatico, like hip to hip, dominating. We were told about this grand scheme. We were told about this quarterback executing and how the two were working hand in hand. Why would you derail that just to catch a guy up to speed and risk? Granted, the record doesn't show it, but the on-field performance does. Risk these training wheels or something along those lines. So I'm left, this is to answer your question, Mike, I'm left with no other answer than, yeah, it is coaching. Because the Eagles are the ones telling you and me and everybody else that Brian Johnson is now running the offense. How could Brian Johnson be doing a better job than Mike McDaniel right now? If you wanted to argue that Nick Sirianni is still in control and all this other stuff, puppet regime, what have you, that's fine. But the Eagles aren't telling us that. So I'm left with saying it absolutely is coaching, and Jalen Hurts is having a bad year. A bad year or? Compared just... to Tua. Compared to Tua. Okay, because I, 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 well, I, I'm saying bad year, and I think that's an interesting comment because in 2021, you, me, whoever, no, nobody was sold that this is the guy. And I said, you know, last year he's in a situation where he has this MVP level year. I said the Eagles were in a terrible situation. Like nowhere in the world do you have one year of pro of, of of success and you get the contract he gets. Now I'm not questioning the contract or anything, but it just shows how hard it is to make a decision based on one year. Is he the MVP guy? Is he the guy in 2021, or is he someone in the middle? And if he's someone in the middle, is that good enough? Yeah, right now I think we're we're watching the answer to you or yes we're watching the yes answer to that question manifest itself right now we're seeing jalen hurts as an above average quarterback we know he's better but at times he's performing like an above average at times he was performing the jets game was horrific and he was playing like an average quarterback it's not hurting this team because other you've got so much talent around hurts on both sides of the ball your defense is able to stay in football games despite the offense going two second halves in a row without scoring a touchdown. Inexcusable for this offense, yet still they're in these football games. So, And they won the football game against the Rams in which they struggled in that second half. So, yeah, you know, ultimately, and I know this is what we love to do, is just try to project into the future. Let's leave it at this for me at least. The Philadelphia Eagles this year are good enough to win a Super Bowl, even with Jalen Hurts playing as he is right now. That's, I think, my final answer as far as what I can project with Hurts into the future. I'll stop it this year. Next year, who the hell knows? Okay, so this game on Sunday night. No, I talked about this as well. You know, everybody talks about the high-flying um, Dolphins. They weren't so high-flying against the Bills. When they played a good team. Now, both Philadelphia and uh, Miami, Aton, they have not played a 
murderer's row. The Eagles do have some tougher games. We know their stretch. They have a gauntlet starting with this game here. Do you look at Miami of it doesn't matter who they play? They're just that talented. Or, hey, they played the Buffalo Bills and struggled to score. Should Philly's defense be – would you be disappointed if they don't come up with a game plan to slow this offense down like Buffalo was able to? Like, by the way, New England was able to. They lost the game but only gave up 24 points. You know, the problem is right now, this Philadelphia Eagles defense has looked vulnerable against the pass. They've looked vulnerable at times against the run. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. Here's the thing. I'm not confident in the coaching game plan. Like, I'm not confident on either side that they're going to have a game plan that's going to dominate or suffocate the Miami Dolphins. I'm confident that there are guys on the defensive front who should be able to get to the Dolphins' offensive line. But, again, Mike McDaniel, this is not Tua dropping back seven steps, waiting for Tyreek Hill to get down the field and launching the ball with plenty of time. They know, and the entire NFL knows how fast and how quick the Eagles can get off the ball on defense. So my my biggest concern is what does Mike McDaniel do to counter that? What, what do the Dolphins do? Do they get the ball out faster? You put the ball in Tyreek Hill's hands. I don't care, Mike, if it's 50 yards down the field or if it's five yards lateral sideways to Tua, it's a problem. Like, you don't want the football in guys like Tyreek Hill's hands. Raheem Mostert's another one. I know the Eagles are better against the run than the pass, but still, like, I'm I'm not convinced that they can. This is going to come down to making plays. This is Look, the Eagles, the Eagles should be able to win games in which it's go out and make a play. Right. Like I get where you were coming from and I'm going to throw it back to you where forget about, well, I answer your question, I think, which is like, okay, coaching and game plan. But what about if you're halfway through this game, if you're in the third quarter, it's a one score game, could be a seven or three point, four point, whatever. It's a one score game. Eagles are up or down. It doesn't even matter at that point because you've got another half to go. But you've seen like plays have broken down. Coaching is just not there. Guys are just going to go out there. Somebody's going to have to make a sack. Somebody's going to have to make a throw. Somebody's going to have to make a catch. I'm more confident in the Eagles then, Mike, and I don't know about you, but I'm more confident in the Eagles then as I am with what they're prepared to do heading into this game. Okay, so let's get into this question. Uh, In this game, because we've talked a lot about the offenses, very explosive, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. We'll get some player prop thoughts from uh, Aton, I'll give out a few as well. By the way, Tyreek Hill, uh, 814 yards this season, second most by a player in his team's first six games in NFL history. So how are the Eagles going to stop him? That's but ridiculous. whose defense, Aton, do we trust more, Phillies or Miami? Uh, okay, I, I trust my answer is predicated on which defense is going to have to do more work. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to have to do more work. Now, they're at home. It helps. But they're going to have to do more work than the Miami Dolphins, mainly because the Philadelphia Eagles offense has imploded far more than the Miami Dolphins have this year. The Look, you had that one game against Buffalo. I get it. But for the most part, you don't see mistake after mistake, bad read, drop pass, interception, tipped, breakdown even on the line with pressure on such a great offensive line. You don't see it nearly as much with Miami. So the Eagles defense also is going to have to overcome a couple of coaching things. Look, we talked about 
Mike McDaniel on the offense side, the best thing that Miami ever did, at least in the last couple of years, was fire Brian Flores. And it's no knock on Brian Flores, but the Miami Dolphins defense is at least a formidable opponent right now. They don't have as much work. The Eagles defense have more work. I think the Eagles defense ultimately comes out and prevails. But you're kidding yourself if you think this is an easy pathway here, even with the run game and what most are scoring touchdowns. So we can't ignore that either. Yeah, 11 uh, touchdowns this season. Crazy. Uh, it's more than 11 teams have scored. You like that stat for you there, Aton? That's insane. Closer That's has 11 touchdowns. It's more than 11 yeah. teams have. Uh, top two offenses, we talked about this. But did you also know it's the top two rushing teams? Miami, yeah. 181. Philadelphia, 150. Does the team that runs the ball better win the game, or is this an aerial attack to the victory? I'll give you a stat right now. Whoever has 30-plus yards to the better of their opponent wins this game. Wins this game. Forget even about covering that two-and-a-half-point spread. I'm telling you right now, which team has 30-plus yards to the greater to their opponent, right? More than their opponent. Whoever outrushes their opponent by 30-plus yards, even if it's 30 on the dot, 30-plus yards, that team wins the game without a doubt. By the way, all right, so Hill, four games with 150 or more yards receiving. A.J. Brown, four straight games with at least 125 yards. So someone is going to have a big day between Brown and Hill. Watch those two guys in the game. So I guess first player prop thought, A.J. Brown, you going over 100 for a fifth straight game? Yeah, so a lot of these aren't up at the moment right now, but I would definitely – I would push A.J. Brown to an all total. So I would push A.J. Brown to 100 yards. Another guy that I would look at, you mentioned Dallas Goddard. I think that Devontae Smith is easy to forget because there was only one ball and I don't know other things. I I don't have the number yet, but you will, and we'll provide links and spots that you can bet and all the other great stuff. But I'm telling you, Devontae Smith, yes, A.J. Brown, all 100. You'll probably get a decent number there, but definitely going over Devontae Smith. And it's not Mike Gill, Devontae Smith receiving yards. It would be over Devontae Smith's longest reception. I think you're going to get a favorable number. It's like any guy. It's like a home run hitter who hasn't hit a jack in like a week. And Kyle that number, Schwarber. Yep. There you go. Kyle Schwarber, he hit one last night. So you can't, you know. Well, no, yes. Entering this series in the NLCS, he hadn't hit one in the DS, and now all of a sudden he's got three. So Now you're reading my mind. I think you that's know? a great one. Look, I I also think there's some value here to get plus money right now, and I see it on FanDuel. Make sure you shop, shop, shop. We'll provide places where you can go. But it's plus 106 right now for Jalen Hurts to throw two touchdowns. I think that is a viable pathway for the Eagles to get some points up. We talked about Devontae, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, Swift, some dude you never heard, Jack Stoll. Like, there, there are options for Jalen Hurts to not just cross with his legs. Ooh, uh, by the way, Dolphins, seven touchdowns this year of 40 or more yards. It's yeah, uh, yeah. tied for the most in the first six games That's since scary. the merger. So they could find a guy you like for a long touchdown maybe in this game, especially with possibly some breakdowns at safety if yep. Blankenship doesn't play. Uh, Julio Jones, if he's on the board, I'd bet him. If he's on the board, I'd bet him in terms Whoa. of if he's he active in play, get him in the red zone, probably plus 10,000, right? <laughs>
You're you're a braver man than me. Maybe hey. if the number is at ten thousand, I'd put That's a buck saying, on it. If it's if it's plus ten thousand, you got okay. Fair enough. Ten bucks on it. Sprinkle a unit in your world. Sprinkle ten bucks in my world, and Fair make enough. yourself a little cash. If you're in the red zone and he's active, he might be a target this week. Overall, the signing's a little <laughs> perplexing. I don't know what they signed. They him don't for. have a third receiver. That's I get it, but uh, when has he been a third receiver? Ne- yeah. Never. He, he's either been a one or a none. Uh, I actually, if I'm the Eagles, I would be interested in kicking the tires on Leonard Fournette. They need a big finishing, pounding back. I think Swift is great for what he does, but they should have ran that game out last week, and I don't think they trust the backs they have to run a game out. Yeah, I I get that. I I understand that. I also think that they saw the Jets, and they saw all these injuries to the safety and, and sauce, and they thought, oh, we can throw, throw, throw. Stubborn, I think, very stubborn coaching, especially in game. But to your point, maybe that does help, and maybe they do try to run the game, run the ball out. All right, should be a fun one. Sunday night oh, yeah. football, believe in Eagles and everything else that we've got for you, Aton. And, of course, like, rate, review, subscribe. Thumbs up. What's that? I said hit the thumbs up. I'm, I'm backing you. Oh, yes. Like us, rate us, review us, subscribe us, comment down low. Use all the links that you see. And uh, we're back on uh, Believe with the Eagles. we got the game of the week here. You and I got the game of the week on Love Believe. It. So check it out. Don't forget my radio show in Atlantic City, 97.3 ESPN. Aton, where can the people find you as always? Uh, at Shander Show, Fox 29 here in Philly, Philly Voice, and here with you. All right. We'll be back again with another edition of Believe in Eagles. Have a good one. By the way, uh, I got Eagles 31-27. 31-27. Uh, can I just give you a play on the total? I, I have no feel. I'll be the play. You give the prop. Go ahead. I have no feel on the side right now. It's two and a half, so math should tell you to just lay the two and a half with the Eagles. I actually think this game goes under the projected total with all the scoring and everything, so that would be my favorite play, the under the total. But I'm, I think the Eagles do win. I just have zero feel on this game. I'm going to watch it as a fan and root for no scoring. Good stuff. All right, Aton Shander, we'll yeah. talk again next week, buddy. It's Believe in Eagles with Mike and Aton here on Believe Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.